on the taxi stand hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus. Yeah? And change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Yes, indeed it is. Good, uh, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Taxi Stand Hour. This kind of special edition for this Monday. April 19th of uh, 2021. Thank you for joining me here tonight. I want to start out real quick with a bit of bad news I just uh, saw come across the uh, the old tweet deck here. Uh, apparently, former vice president under with uh, Jimmy Carter, former Minnesota senator Walter Mondale has passed away at the age of 93 just got word of this here just literally uh literally uh, minutes ago here so that's sad news 93 years old he's lived a good life uh died of uh natural causes from what uh what i'm hearing uh my goodness what can you say um again vice president uh with uh uh, Jimmy Carter, um, they beat, uh, they beat, um, oh, what was it, Jimmy, Christmas now, I'm forgetting, they beat Gerald Ford in 76, uh, Reagan wound up beating Carter in 80, and then, uh, Mondale ran against, uh, against, um, Reagan in 84 and he passed away. He actually um, was pressed into service real quick uh, uh, to run for U.S. Senate in um, uh, 19... Uh, goodness, now I forget what... Uh, I was out in Vegas at the time when that happened. Uh, it was after the tragic loss of Paul Wellstone where... Uh, he stepped in and ran against uh, Norm Coleman. Coleman did wind up uh, uh, winning that particular uh, uh, election. Uh, hello, Shaletta. Glad you glad you could uh, join us here. Uh, as always, it looks like it's just going to be me solo here at the uh, uh, in the Northern Command Studio here. Maybe Ed will will pop on here after a while. This was just kind of. Uh, kind of like last week where I just, you know, a lot of news and what have you. Uh, of course, uh, the big news uh, today is that the jury has got the trial, has, excuse me, the ju jury now has got the trial in the Derek Chauvin case. Uh, the uh, Both attorneys did their, uh, both legal teams did their uh, thing today with their final, with their final, uh, Arguments, I guess, if you will. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, you know. The the whole world is watching, as they're saying right now, folks. And by the way, you can definitely join in on the conversation here if you uh, choose to. Um, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you would uh, like to get in on it, uh, you can also send a message. Uh, via Facebook, via Twitter, uh, any number of ways to get a hold of us here, leave your, leave your opinion. Now folks, I, uh, I have my opinions as far as 
what I think is going to transpire here with the uh, uh, with the Chauvin trial. Uh, I am definitely hoping that the uh, that the jury can find um, Chauvin guilty, all three counts, two uh, counts of murder, and the one count of manslaughter. Uh, brace yourself, though, folks, because I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it was. It, it was a. Don't get me wrong. The the prosecutors put on a hell of a trial. Uh, they uh, they definitely did their uh, did their. Uh, their business there, if you will. And guess who is popping into the picture? Well, hello there, Ed. <laughs> Good evening, kids and kittens. I uh, what are we talking about here, young man? Well, I'm I'm leading off with the with the Chauvin trial. Of course, if you if you were watching, you saw that uh, uh, that the jury now has the case. Yes. Uh, yes. Fi final arguments were uh, were presented today, and uh, it's all up to the jury now. And I was just uh, reiterating kind of what I said on uh, on Sunday. I don't I don't think they're going to get the I don't think they're going to get the murder uh, charges to go through. I think they'll get manslaughter, and that's going to be. That's going to be it, I'm afraid. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. But Don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Well, keep in mind, Nat, uh, there's a... I caught this at the very end. And and, uh, and again, good evening, folks. I had no idea we were going to be on tonight. I didn't know. I was watching them on my big screen TV. I thought, oh, okay. Actually, I was going to call you earlier today and say, do you want to do something tonight? But I thought, ah. Anyway, uh, the the Blakely, there's a Blakely ex exception, something that has to do with, uh, in a case like this, the uh, the uh, um, the person on trial has the option to, because of mitigating circumstances, uh, the punishment can be a little bit more severe. Mm -hmm. that, that's the word. But essentially, he has the choice. You want to have a jury do it or have the judge do it. And he opted for the judge. He opted for the judge, which kind of... Actually, you know, I'll tell you tell you the truth. I think he knows... I'm having a hell of a time hearing you. Well, clean the wax out of your ears. Okay. <laughs> but, but, no, uh, by the way, it's aggravated is probably the word you were looking for there. That's, that's, there you go. And... I think he probably made the right decision, to tell you the truth. I think that, uh, uh, I think he realizes this jury is going to convict him of something. Again, I, I don't know that he's, that they're going to get all three charges. I don't think they're going to get either murder charge out of the deal. I, without knowing the jury, I, I, I listened to the uh, the prosecution closing arguments today, and here's my understanding of what happened today. And I did I didn't see or hear the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the defense rambled on for a couple hours, uh, and they have pr pretty much blamed everything short of the Lindbergh baby for right. why George Floyd Floyd died. Right. Okay. It was everybody everything else except. Derek Chauvin's me. Right. Uh, so I personally don't think the jury's going to bite into that. Bearing in mind, <clears throat> excuse me, but the, the way the charges are laid out, the the uh, Derek Chauvin's involvement doesn't have to be the only thing or the major cause. It just has to be a cause, not mm. the cause, but a cause. Uh, mm. And I think it's pretty obvious. I mean... I mean, come on. They they presented everything. The, let's face it. The defense was out there. Uh, you know, they're, 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 they're throwing plates of spaghetti up against the wall to see what sticks. 
Well, they were they were going on today. They were looking for a mistrial today because Maxine Waters right. said something over the weekend. Yeah, and I listened listened for that again. She did not say anything. Uh, she said, "Yeah, we got to you know we got to raise our voices. We we need to uh, we need to be heard." That does not mean that does not translate into rioting or anything of the like. She was not advocating for that. Uh, but I don't, I still don't think that, uh, first off, the judge threw out any of the, the whole mistrial mo- motions. It just looks good in case of an appeal. And I'm sure if he's convicted, there will be an, uh, an appeal. I mean, that's, uh, Oh, you'd be hard pressed. No, they're going to appeal this all the way, exactly. all the way up and down the line. Right. Exactly. There's no question about that. So, uh, I, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't claim to know. I, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think they're gonna be. Uh, this is going to be something that's gonna be over with in a couple of days. I think that you know you got three charges you have to consider. Uh, I don't think it's a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, although I guess. Go ahead. I, I got to say that uh, that the prosecution did a hell of a job, and, and you're absolutely right about one thing. There, with the defense, they were literally throwing throwing stuff against the wall and see what yeah. what would stick, and it was kind of pathetic to listen to sometimes. But I just I just think that there are too many other extenuating circumstances and i wonder why they couldn't use some of the things i I, at one point in time i thought i heard that the uh, that nothing could be said about anymore about the whole exhaust thing about the uh about the fact that uh, george floyd's head was in the proximity of the tailpipe of the uh of the squad car and i thought nothing else could be said about that and then they brought it. Uh, the defense brought it back up uh, again today. I, I don't. I don't well, understand well, as, that. As the prosecution also said, uh, as far as that was concerned, it's a hybrid car. This is true. How much exhaust is it kicking out? And by the way, if he's lying right there next to, right next to the exhaust pipe, well, guess who else is going to get the effects of that? Yeah, Superboy. This is true. Yeah, this is true. This is true. They also debunked this whole, uh, the whole. Just speaking of super, they they debunked the whole idea of of George Floyd becoming superhuman, uh, right? Which was a bunch of bullshit, uh, bull snot, anyways. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, I did. I did good. I did good. You did. You did. Yelled back. Uh, we can't well, hear you, but we're proud and happy. Well, I can't necessarily help that. I hear me, but hears me, the people hear me, everybody can hear me except you. I I don't understand it. Neither do I, because I could hear you perfectly fine yesterday. But anyway, uh, how's uh, what's the mood out there in the Twin Cities tonight? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I pointed this out on Twitter earlier today, now realize, realizing that these instances are while related they're not really related and that's with the uh, Dante Wright uh, situation there was nobody uh, camped out in front of that Brooklyn Center um, police station today absolutely not a soul Hmm. which which was and they only had about 40 people from what I understand last night so that is starting to wane a little bit now uh, that can obviously change once uh, things go to trial, and once she, uh, you know, if there's, uh, uh, if if the former cop is uh, winds up um, uh, getting off on that one or does not, I still still think they're expecting murder charges on that, which could still possibly happen. But um, uh, it is it is starting to look like a like a military fortress down in, in downtown Minneapolis. Especially businesses are boarded up. Businesses are boarded up in mm-hmm. a lot of different places in Minneapolis and in some places in St. Paul and and some of the 
suburban areas as well. Um, they are, but they're not taking any chances. Uh, that's for sure. They do not want a repeat of what happened last May. So. No, no. Well, well, you know where I stand on that. Do your protesting in the daytime when the TV cameras can see you. Well, I totally, I totally agree. You're not gonna, you're not going to uh, influence people and get people on your side and keep people on your side if you advocate for uh, violence and destruction. And now, I totally get th- th- that the peaceful demonstrators aren't the ones who are out there doing that. But the peaceful demonstrators also have to do their part. And there are groups out there that are trying to protect the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. But uh, you can't, again, it's don't let the troublemakers, they're waiting for for darkness. That's what they're waiting for, so they can mm-hmm. do their thing. So you need to end your thing. Look, it's springtime. We have daylight now till uh, 7.30 here on the East Coast, 6.30, whatever whatever time. I guess it's about the same time where you are, 7.30 in uh, Central Time. But you've got light a good chunk of the day now. You can make the 6 o'clock, 6.30 news. Uh, you know, let's. you don't need to be out there all night long. You're just inviting the troublemakers to join you. Get out there and let yourself be heard. There's no question about it. Yeah. From the crack of dawn till till dusk. Absolutely. It's not fair. It's not fair that people people get in and take advantage of this situation to bust things up. And by the way, people people were looting a dollar store. Come on, man. Do better than that. The dollar store? Don't. Come on. You got to bust the joint up. I'm just yeah. saying is all. I'm just saying. Well, I hadn't realized it at the t- time because they haven't they hadn't said a whole lot about it, but apparently the that Walmart up in Brooklyn Center had really got busted up and uh, of, of taking all the key essential items such as televisions and and the like. Right. Right, because that's uh that's going to help you in the protest. You need TVs, you need cell phones, you need uh yeah, diapers. Well, yeah. diapers. Yeah, I can. I, I can definitely. Uh, yeah, they, that could come in handy. <sighs> soup, cans of soup. Yeah. Anyway, that's the troublemakers. So, all right. Here we so, are. Now what? Now what? Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you would like to uh, join in on the conversation. Uh, I got some other things here on the on the uh, burners. Of course, going uh, going through. T- also, it's kind of like I, I mentioned earlier. Um, it's all quiet on the Western Front, at least right now in Brooklyn Center. I was up there. Oh, what was it? About three thirty or so in the afternoon today. I was up. I was up there right next to the police station. And like I said, there wasn't a soul camped out by that uh, by that police station. It was. Um, I'm it was sorry. Actu- I was... Actually, amazing. They nothing to apologize for. I understand. I was disconnecting. I was watching you on my big screen TV. I was casting, and I had to. Why your email? It, isn't this just a beautiful thing to see this in on big screen TV? It's kind of frightening to be quite honest with you. Yeah, hide the children. <laughs> if your pets are skittish, put them in another room. But uh, yeah, so, I I'd, uh, I was home all day, well, most of the day, and at the at the tail end of the day, like I said, I watched the uh, the closing arguments. I saw the prosecution. Basically, all I had to hear about the defense was that they rambled on for two and a half hours. That, to me, just seemed to be, uh, again, they're throwing things at the wall. They're hoping, you know. Well, the judge, I thought it was kind of funny. The judge uh, totally uh, told the the defense, defense, excuse me, defense, that's, that's, uh, 
That's a football term. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, defense. Defense. Oh, I moved my camera. The, but the judge told, had to break into his uh, into his um, questioning. Or excuse me, not questioning. Had to, uh, to break into yeah, into his uh, closing argument. Had to break into it after he'd already been at it for roughly two hours, and he finally had to say, "Okay, enough's and or had to say we're gonna break for lunch. You can finish when you're done." So, uh, it, well, again, he, they, they, they're look, they're they're gonna grab everything they can for an appeal. Uh, now, can we honestly say it's a slam dunk? You'd like to, but it only takes one. It only takes one person. I, and I, I'm not throwing shade, and that's another word that was brought up today. Oh, they used the word shade. They said we were telling stories. Oh, suck it up, you big baby. This is well, the, this big pretty baby. much they were. I mean, I don't... <laughs> oh, they had it coming, but... You know, there might be one person who gets so caught up in the technicalities of everything. Well, if you read the law, it says, did this happen? Did that happen? Now, I've been on a couple of juries. I was actually a jury foreman once. Um, The first thing we did, and my understanding is a lot of juries do this. First thing you do is you take right off the bat, you take the temperature of the room. You do a vote. You do a secret ballot. Just to get, nobody knows who's voting how. Just to get it uh, out there. Now, in the case that I was the foreman, uh, we all voted not guilty right off the bat. Uh, I, I, I didn't... I said, well, you know what? I, I think that's what it's going to wind up to be, but let's talk about this for a little while because when we go out after two minutes, they're going to send us right back anyway. Oh, you know, milk it for a half a day or something like that. You know, request well, some was, snacks or some there, damn thing. There was nothing to, 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 to milk, but long story short, the case what the case involved was a, a young girl accused a gentleman who was uh, renting a room from these folks of sneaking into her room and touching her thigh. And that's it, just touching her thigh. She never... uh, So we all listened to it, and we all listened to the case, and and just as we were getting our... One of the last instructions the judge gave us, because the guy had also been sitting in jail for three months, three or four months, because he couldn't afford bail. Mm -hmm. And the judge specifically said, "Don't, don't let the fact that he's been in jail you know, cloud your judgment. You know, like he's quote-unquote already paid his dues. Well, I'll be quite honest, that's exactly what we did. Because once we started talking about it, everybody pretty much came to the agreement that the case was a little flimsy to begin with. Uh, There was only one witness, the young lady. She wasn't exactly clear on what happened. At no point was there anything more than, again, just a hand on a thigh she accused them of. There was no, nothing else. And we all sat there and thought, you know what? Maybe he did do that. Maybe he crawled in the room. Maybe he, but but the guy sat in, sat in, the, sat in jail for four or five months. You know, uh, and, and we, we found him not guilty. We found him not guilty. Uh, Like I said, the evidence was shaky at best. It was shaky. This was a 12-year-old girl's word through a translator, by the way. She only spoke Creole. So we spent about an hour discussing it because we wanted to be sure we were doing the right thing for the right reason. For the most part, I think 11 of us had a lot of questions about the girl's testimony, the young lady's testimony. Okay. Because it also happened on the night of a hurricane, and and there were just things in, that were said that just didn't seem to ring true. Mm-hmm. Nobody questioned that they probably had an issue with this guy. The family had an issue with this guy at some point for something. No mm-hmm. question about it. They hated him like poison. 
but did he really do what he was accused of doing? We weren't comfortable saying yes. Well, there you go. And again, uh, even if he had, he had served his time as far as we were concerned. Yeah. Uh, again, had he been accused of anything more than just laying a hand on a thigh, had he done something more, you know, intrusive and, and all that, well, that would have been a whole different story. An entirely different story. But, again, I expect that's what the jury did. Once they got inside, they settled. They took a, a quick take-the-temperature vote. And then they're going to go from there. And, you know, it might start out as 8-4, to four, not 11-1. to one. It could be unanimous. Who knows? We certainly don't know. We'll, we'll probably never know. And then they'll just sort it out from there. And they'll have their little arguments and their little discussions and... I think they'll consider manslaughter first. I think if you're looking at they got to consider each one of those charges separately. So do I, they know. I yes, they do. Manslaughter so, will be the if anything's a slam dunk, it'll be the manslaughter. Yeah, I think you'll get a unanimous on that. I, yeah. I think I think you can so okay, here's our three, here's the three things. Here's manslaughter, here's murder two, here's murder three. Uh uh, let's let's look at manslaughter first. I think if I get the feeling that that's gonna that'll sail that'll sail with the majority right away. Then they can move on to, or or they could go with the toughest one first with the with the theory that well, if we find them however if we find them guilty of the the toughest one, then by default the other two fall into place. Yeah, you can look at it that way too. I, you you most certainly can. Uh, or they could start with the middle one and. You know, again, they're in there. It's up to them. They're going to be sequestered for this. Uh, hopefully, look, the bright side for them is that they weren't sequestered for the whole trial. Yeah, because that did drag on. That's for sure. That's Right. Well, you look at the folks for the O.J. Simpson trial. They were sequestered for months. Ooh, that's right. I forgot all about yeah. that. So, I, I, I mean, they... The judge said it today. The uh, the law presumes that the jurors do not discuss the case with anybody. That's what they're instructed to do, and the law presumes that they do that, mm. that they follow those instructions. Do people talk about the cases? I'm sure they do with the wives, the husbands, the best friends. You know, it's it's hard to say. But now that they're sequestered, mm -hmm. uh. It's they've just got themselves. They won't be seeing any news, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so let's uh, we'll, well see. I tell you what, I got we got a couple other things here we can grab at here for about another uh, oh thirty three minutes here or so. But in the meantime, oh, really? I'm gonna yeah. In the meantime, I'm gonna t uh, take about a oh two minute break or so. So. We'll be back when that. We'll be back when that's all. So what's your problem? We'll be back when that's all up. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. Stick around. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves. People seem to think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. I'm realizing that I... I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. 
Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star, and Shelter Pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Driving means freedom, exploration, fun, pride, flexibility, protection, friendship, independence. Distracted driving means danger, recklessness, irresponsible, chaos, police, devastation, injury, death. Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. My baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. Oh, I love to eat it every day. And if you ask me, wild thing. Oscar Meyer, the first name in Bologna. How's that? Well, that was just wonderful. <laughs> well, welcome to the public service announcement show. Uh... <laughs> I think it made for a nice little break. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize we were going to need a break on uh, on on a quick. Uh... What, what can way, I what uh, can I say? Uh, you know, water pills are. My uh, my addiction here. So when you unmuted your mic, we you doubled up on the audio. So we'll talk about that after the show. We'll get oh okay. I see. I'll have to remember that. Okay. So anyway, uh, where were we? I was watching TV, Uh, and 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 you had this wonderful show with this. Wonderful, benevolent guy here on your big screen. And Jolly he, big man. And you decided that you wanted to jump into the fray, huh? Is that- you know, John, I was I was doing some research, and uh, I, Googled, I Googled your name. Uh-huh. I Googled your name, and apparently the the, the, the Native American tribes in uh, in Minnesota, in, in the Twin Cities area, uh, they have a name for you. Uh well, I don't know. I wonder if it's the same name that uh, that my Big friend Chief, Shan. Big uh, Chief Little Kidney. <laughs> Whatever. No, Big Chief Little Bladder. I'm sorry. Yeah, that too. Big Chief Little Bladder. Seven five. Yeah, okay. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you want to get into this, so um, have you tried to sign up yet for? Uh, Frank or Frank? Does... I, I have not. I have other things going on right now. And uh, uh, did you get an email from me earlier tonight? Well, yeah. Apparently, you're, you're a little project uh, coming right along. Coming, coming right, right along. along. We 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 will keep it hush hush. Yes, hopefully for the weekend. Uh, that's oh, what that my understanding is by the end of the week, but. Uh, no, I have not signed up for Frank. I may, although I may not. I, I, I just, uh, I, I'm, I mean, I'd like to do it for the goof, but. Well, oh, I just like to go in there and jump into the shark tank, to tell you the truth. I could just have oh, so, a. So you've signed up? 
Oh, no, not yet. No, oh, no, not oh, absolutely uh, not. TFI and uh, here on YouTube you're seeing one one bright shining face and uh, it's me and there he is oh I got a case of happy fingers I'm sorry my yeah, bad yeah we uh, we miss you there Skippy we oh, miss yeah. you. no I'm I have not signed up for Frank I'm going to we'll uh, we'll take a look at it uh, during the Are week you? where we're we're still off this week. I'm still waiting to. Uh, I'm waiting for a doctor's appointment, and I'll just leave it at that. Oh, by the way, and we'll go. We'll, we'll do this again on Sunday. But while we're sitting here, John, something you'd like to tell the folks about yesterday that perhaps an apology is in order. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure, you do. Don't make me remind you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There's there's my post-it note. I got it right here. I'm not Come even on, looking. I'm not. I'm not even looking at that screen right now. You don't <laughs> even have to. You know. Come on. Let's go. Oh, good lord! Do the apology. So, so apparently, I had pointed out that uh, Ed had marked. Yes, had marked that it was uh, that it was uh, go fly a kite day. Was. Yesterday on the 18th was Go Fly a Kite Day. So I Googled Go Fly a Kite Day. Specifically by that name, Go Fly a Kite Day is February 8th. But there is another uh, something, Kite Flying Day or something like that, which indeed was on uh, April 18th. So No, no the Kite Flying Day is February Go fly a kite day is yesterday's. Okay, so now, now you realize that you chastise me for no reason. So now, what are we going to say, John? I'm sorry. And I was so and sorry. And Ed was? For the first time in our four-year history here, Ed was right. There you go. Thank you, Skippy. <laughs> See, that, Do you feel better? Do you feel better now? You have no earthly idea how I feel right now. It's oh uh, well, it, if it if it makes you happy, I'm I'm there. You go. I'm you know as I like to say, if I felt any better, I'd be twins. There you go. You know, but uh, I didn't have everything hooked up. There you go. There's your applause. Okay. I can't hear anything? Anyways, so Mike Lindell, his uh, his social media site Frank was supposed to launch uh, at eight a.m. today, but technical issues prevented users from signing up. The My Pillow CEO said in a live video that the site that users would be able to sign up sometime today at eight a.m. when the site was supposed to launch, it showed a five o two error. At 8.08, the, sh the uh, site showed a 500 internal server error. Well, at least the number was getting lower. Exactly. At 8.15, the site allowed the reporter who wrote this story, uh, it, it allowed him to sign up. It required just an email address and username to make an account. Clicking create, create account, however, prompted another error. I ask everyone, I say, you know, I've learned. Well, the only thing there now is a video of Mike Lindell at frankspeech.com. Yeah. And we, we're not going to play him, but. Uh, actually, actually, I do have, uh, I do have a little bit of, or have a couple of gems here uh, from him. Apparently he was doing, now, you, you think you and I do uh, an amateurish uh what we like to call big time professional radio here. I don't think that for a second. I know it for a fact. <laughs> and well, look at this setup here that uh, Lindell's doing. He's got, I think he's got his attorney uh, sitting with him there. He's got 
Frank in big letters up in the, behind him here, but just check this out real quick. He gets All he right. gets he gets punked here on a couple occasions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. Hey, hold on. I got. I think I got a reporter beaming in. Scott, thank you for calling, and God bless you. Goodbye. Uh, hello. Hey, Mike. It's Ron with the Wall Street Journal. Yes, yes. You're live. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, that's great, but Mike, I have some bad news to tell you, I'm afraid, and I wish, I hope you can share this with everybody, but unfortunately, Alexa passed away just a few minutes ago from a drug overdose. Okay, that's a, this is a prank call, this is a prank phone call. You see what they're doing, everybody? You see what they're doing, everybody? That was an attack there, because I brought up this great reporter, and that was an attack. You heard it here. This is what these attack groups are doing. Prime example there. We took it live. He, oh please! He's wait a minute. He's talking to people on the speakerphone on a cell phone. Better than we have that. never tried that, to my knowledge. No, oh, we have a much better phone setup than. Oh my goodness! Well, it only gets better here. Check this out. Oh. Breaking news here with a guest. Hello. Hello, yes, I'm Mr. Trump on standby. Are you ready? Yes. Go ahead, sir. Hello, everyone. Oh, we have the president here, our real president, everyone. Hello, Mr. President. MacronShow.com, bitches. Macronshow.com. Okay. All right. All right. I Sorry, guess folks. that wasn't. I guess that was. You see what they're doing? They're attacking us. They're attacking us, and this is what... Uh, I mean, that even came up. There he was hacking into our phones. It came up. That it was Nobody's there. hacking oh, into you. Stop the video. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> hacking into your phones. They're down the damn number. And you're answering every call that comes in, you dumb shit. <laughs> and you're doing it on a speakerphone. Look, look, if we get a call here to, uh, to Radio TFI... We've got a whole screen to look at. We, we we can send from that screen. We can we get all the caller ID that's available. We can send messages, make phone calls, send emails to it. We can do a whole lot on something called Google Voice. And John, how much do we pay for Google Voice every month? I haven't paid a dime for it. And we don't pay a dime for it. It's free. And Mike Lindell is an idiot. No, no. Look, somebody, somebody, hold for the president, please. There's a gazillion, gazillion sound bites of Trump. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. I can, I can mock that up in about two minutes. Uh, oh, that 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 was definitely humor, humorous. So he was. Uh, so we'll wait and see. I, I I can't wait till he gets it up and running because I do plan on signing up. I do plan on jumping into that shark tank. I hope a, a, a few of our like-minded friends do the same. I think that we should go in there and troll the shit out of these people. And, uh, and again, I can tell you right now, there is no... Uh, I'm checking it... Uh, on my Chrome, I was doing it on Firefox, and yeah, all it is is a video of uh, which I'm not going to play right now. So, so yeah, way to way to go for all the all the technical screw ups we have here. We're we're better situated than they are. Yeah, I mean he's, exactly. He's got that nice sign. I'd like to have the big Radio TFI logo hang lit, backlit and hanging behind me. But that being said, well, that's your next I, uh, investment. That's that's coming next, yes, sir. But I feel, I feel, I feel really good about our setup right now. To be quite compared honest. compared to that, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think we're we're just doing fine. And uh, oh my goodness! Well, uh, Mike Lindell's uh, like Mike Lindell's website and and social media network here. Is kind of going, kind of going the same way as this. Now we're not going to be able to get this on radio because there was no sound, to my knowledge here. But uh, you'll, oh, there's Mike Lindell right there. Oh, 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 geez. What, what, what? John is showing right now is a car bursting into flames on a on a highway somewhere, which is. Uh, 
This happened. Oh. This happened this morning, or late last night, early this morning. Happened here in Minneapolis. That's yeah. the uh, that's the Lowry known as the Lowry Hill Tunnel. Okay, and there's a car on fire, and John is making light of it. That's a serious accident, too. Two people. Anyway. Yeah, unfortunately, it did kill two people. One more. Oh, good. Well, let's have some chuckles over that. Why don't you? Oh, are you, you going to try to make me feel bad here now all of a sudden? They're going to love you over it, Frank. Yeah, well, well, here's the other thing, too, is I don't know if you noticed it or not. Maybe may hard to tell on that particular video, but that car was traveling at a high rate of speed. That's a that's a 45-mile-an-hour curve there that goes into that tunnel. and. Uh, if you didn't see it, it was, it was a one-car accident. Yeah. And the car was clearly speeding, and it hit the wall of the tunnel and burst into flames. And that's unfortunate. But, hey, anything for a laugh, right, John? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it's a great... It's a great analogy when it comes to Mike Lindell. And Mike Lindell you know is Mike Lindell is from Minnesota, too. So, You know, i got to get a graphic up here to uh, to do cards and letters for when this comes up. It's, uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, like I said, I was sitting comfortably watching TV, and then the, uh, the big jolly guy, Chief, Chief Little Feather, comes, comes prancing on. Um... Uh, Anyway, seriously, back to the serious stuff. You you've taken the temperature of the Twin Cities today, I'm sure. Uh-huh. You've got you got that big old rectal thermometer that that Radio TFI supplied you for just such a task. Uh, and what do you think is the temperature of the room right now? Ten. Uh, I can sum it up with one word: tension. Tension. Hmm. Yeah. There is, um, yeah. Even I, even I am a little bit, uh, a little bit nervous. If, uh, if I don't mind saying, um, and they're not taking any chances here. Now, I have, uh, I do school transportation as part of my little gig here, and uh, one of my routes is going uh, uh, on Wednesday. One of my routes is going to uh, distance uh, learning. Remote learning. Right. I heard that that a lot of the schools in and around the area are going to go remote until things settle down. It's unfortunate, mm. but then again, when you look at the fact that we've had oh, I just saw the graphic yesterday: uh, 167 mass shootings since January. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to talk much about that on Sunday, did we? Here, no, no, we didn't. We're too busy talking about individual cops uh, picking people off. I I didn't know. And again, I I, I, I encourage all you nice, kind folks out there to go on YouTube and and look up the the auditors, the First Amendment auditors, the people that go out and uh, they'll stand in front of a business or a government agency in public and take pictures, take video, and they they never bother anybody. They never approach anybody until somebody approaches them. You can't take my picture, blah, blah, blah. They call the police. As often as not, the cops come out and have no idea. Uh, and it's very interesting. To, some cops are really cool about that. They go, oh, yeah, I, yeah, just, uh, you know, you're on public property. You can, you can film whatever you can see. Have a nice day. Others come out and they want ID and they're ready to lock people up and uh, they, they get their feelings hurt. You know, uh, one, one of my favorite things is that some of these guys will go in to an open parking lot. It'll be a police station or whatnot, but there's no signs. There's no gates, no sign saying no trespassing, do not enter or anything like that. So it's open to the public. It's owned by the public. And uh, what's also interesting is sometimes uh, they'll say to the cops, well, you know, who owns this? Yeah, yeah, the city owns it. It's private property. No, sir. No, that is public property. But the point I was getting at is the cops get their feelings hurt. Well, you're taking pictures of people's private cars. Yeah, but they're out in public with a license plate. I can take a picture of that anywhere. As long as you're not... You know, going into a restricted area or anything like that. I mean, I made 
take a picture of my car all day long. It's out there. It's got a tag. Tag is public knowledge. You can you can get that information from your Department of Motor Vehicles. Some people are at least nice enough to uh, uh, when they if they publish the picture or whatever of, of the license plate with the license plate in it, they're nice enough to cross off the plate number while they're at it. Right, but, but that's, uh, that's not the idea that's going on here. What they're doing is seeing if the cops will respect their rights, their First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're going to publish these license plates anywhere, but if it's out in public, I can take a picture of it. And, and there's not a point. If my windows are open, if my shades are open, and you're standing on a public sidewalk and you can see straight through my house, you can take a picture of it because you're on a public sidewalk and I've left my my chains open. Uh, there was I was watching one the other day where they were at, I think it was an unemployment office or something like that, and or parole office. Well, people here have, you know, uh, our clients have uh, personal information. Okay, then take them into a secluded office, a segregated office, build walls. If you don't want the rest of the public to see what's what these people are filling out or you know have access to their information, build a wall, hang a curtain. Mm-hmm. If I can see it, I can I can film it. So, but I I highly recommend everybody uh, take a good look at this stuff. Some of them are assholes. I'm not going to lie. There's a couple of them out there that are just assholes, and they're antagonists instead of, for instance, when somebody will approach them instead of. Uh, saying, you know, I'm out here to do this or just not answer, or which is well within their rights too, not to answer, whether it's a cop or a civilian. But they will antagonize people. Mm-hmm. They will, and that there's a couple of them I, I've dropped notes to. Look, what you're doing is wonderful and all that, but don't be an antagonist. Right. Don't don't escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bad enough some of the cops are escalating it. I watched one today where this one cop was ready to go berserk because they were taking a, a video of his car. They never touched it. And he was like a four-year-old. Don't touch my car. His his partner, the his guy that was there with him, uh, another officer, pulled him, pulled him back. And he saved that city a lawsuit. Because it was all going to be videotaped. And this guy just lost his crap right in the middle of the street. And it's like, for what? Somebody took a picture of the police car? Mm-hmm. This is getting you. And th- see, this is where we get to when we talk about changing the culture. We need police. We need people out there to enforce the laws and defend us mm-hmm. and protect us and all that. But we need to get rid of the gosh darn culture. Yeah. Okay. Was it Brooklyn Center? Was fl- uh, or, or or there was some place? I think it was Brooklyn Center police station was flying flying the uh, thin blue line flag. Uh, the uh, day. Oh yeah, yeah. I right. yeah I do remember that. That, that. that to me is just are, that's part of the problem. First off, you're desecrating the American flag. Right. That's for starters, mm-hmm. and then you're going to keep this thin blue line. Look. You've got a job to do, and that can be very difficult at times. No one's debating that, okay? But not everybody's out to get you. We're not all out to get you. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't be distrustful of everybody out there unless they wear a badge, okay? Are there people out to get you and, and make your life miserable? Yeah. Welcome to planet Earth. I got a list a mile long of people who make my life a living hell. Most of them I share a last name with, but that's neither here nor there. Well, here I thought I was on the top of that list. Doggone it. Oh, you're you're real close. Don't worry about it. You're making headway. You're you're on that list with a bullet, and I mean that literally. Uh, but this is what we need to change. We need to change the culture. Uh, you know, I, I don't want my cops to be cowards. But on the other hand, I don't need somebody coming in wearing jack boots and being as being mili- that the military stuff has got to stop. Yeah, it's got to stop. Okay, you're 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 not in. You're not fighting a war. No matter how you want to use that as an as an analogy, you're not fighting a war. 
Yes, yeah. you need to protect yourself. Yes, we get all that. But you know what? When when you get called out somewhere, you're seeing people having probably the worst day they've had in quite some time, mm-hmm. if not ever. So, you you know, to come up and now you're going to bring your attitude into it. I'm the cop. I'm right, right off the bat. And again, there's a lot of officers that are great at de-escalating and get everybody calmed down. And look, sometimes you got you got, you got to ruffle some feathers. There's no question about it. You know, you got to bring people down to the ground. You you have to, you know, uh, detain them and all that. And that's part of the job. And you know, but gosh darn it, if I'm standing on the street and you 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 think I passed a twenty dollar bill, a phony twenty dollar bill, call the FBI. That's that's the Treasury Department, a Secret mm. Service. I mean, that's that's their department. Okay, you don't need to look, get get my information. <laughs> excuse me, and then pass it along. That's all. There's no there there, 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 there there's no need. To, I've told the story, especially since since Mr. Floyd was killed. I used to on occasion. Counterfeit twenties come come through my office. I wouldn't know which. Tri- I know my drivers weren't giving them to me intentionally, but you know they they would make their way in. So I would just call uh, the sheriff's office. That's who had the jurisdiction where my office was located. Please come over. I fill out the paperwork, hand over the bill. There you go. Now I'm clean of it. Where did it come from? Well, it came from one of my drivers. I don't know who specifically. Okay, good enough. Fill out the form, sign it, and now I've done my part. You've taken it out of circulation, for one thing. Well, it's out of circulation, right? Uh, And guess what? I didn't have to go to jail over it. I was in possession of it. I didn't try to pass it. Actually, I did accidentally pass one once to my bank. (laughs) I've accidentally passed uh, uh, fake uh, 20s on a couple different... uh, times so i i made a deposit my monday deposit after the drivers had paid me and all that uh-huh. and at the bank and they said oh oh you're 20 dollars short I said, oh, how could that well it happens it turned out one of the bills was was a counterfeit and right. they offered to give it back to me i said no i don't want it i don't yeah. i said i'm just gonna call call the sheriff's office and and hand it over to them so yeah. again we, we don't have to Things don't have to be like this. It's right. it's a culture issue. That's what we need to change. It's the culture issue. It is. Uh, I I think the training is more or less sufficient. It's how it's implemented. That right. is where we need to go with this. And right. uh, do you feel better now? I feel a lot better now. Thank wow. you. Wow. So you remember this from uh, yesterday? I sure do. Well, guess what? Your premonition, or I should say the onion's premonition, came true. Uh, for the radio folks, that was the image. It's on the website that the onion said uh, uh, Minnesota National Guard was uh, deploying troops in, in advance of next week's police shooting. Yes, well, there was one yesterday, was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's that time of year. you got to get them in there before... Uh, you know, before the summer rush comes. Now, this was this was by all intents and purposes. This was righteous. It was uh, a carjacking suspect. Uh, originally, he was being pulled over uh, for uh, for driving a car stolen tags. Now, there you. And then uh, he got out of that car, uh, stole uh, uh, stole somebody's keys, and took off with another car. And started shooting at cops. Well, the cops returned fire and they killed him. All right. Well, this is a whole different. Well, yeah, different this is a different situation. Absolutely a different yeah. situation. I'm, I mean, well, we were talking about this yesterday, and I was talking about, you know, a lot of these traffic stops could be civil things dealt with a letter. Stolen tag, not so much. Wow. No, because. Oh, well, John, you got me up. You got me about. You got me yakking away here. I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> and just like and just like that, it's time to say goodnight. What? <laughs> so for Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, 
And I got the money. See ya! Proceeding was a live presentation of Radio TFI. Now, back to the music. <laughs>